All right, welcome to Wooden Wisdom. I'm, of course, Nan, your humble host himself, along with uh, the great Cal Pavic over there. What's up? How you doing, sir? Good, good. Just fine and dandy. Hanging out? Yeah, just, just let right. it all hang out. Yeah, that's true. All right. Figuratively, all right. of course. Figuratively. Not literally. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Sorry, I was looking at a picture of a cheese br- uh, of a pizza burger pie. It looked like you know delicious but also like a heart attack like, yeah like death <laughs> yeah sorry I, I i get distracted by food very easily that's fair that's yeah. fair i mean i mean if you look at this thing this thing is just <laughs> stupid look at that yeah that's that that is death you're it's, right anyway it's basically just a pizza with a whole burger underneath with like a layer of burger with more pizza it's, it's like half a cow just died on top of a pizza i'm not i'm, I'm not, not opposed compl- to i'm not it. complaining yeah i'm not opposed to it it's just true. uh might do some damage to the plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> happy 2020, everybody. <laughs> More yeah. plumbing chatter. No, nothing says happy 2020 like a shit joke. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, lots of shit to go over. Yeah. Mandalorian. We both finished that. Mm-hmm. We both finished The Witcher. Yep. You went and saw Star Wars, and I read the spoilers, but yep. haven't seen it. Yeah. And so we did all the cultural things. That's true. Me. Yeah, we got to talk about the Iranians <laughs> at some point, but eh. like, eh, eh. What? What's eh? I mean, we could talk about the Iranian. Let's okay. Where where, where do start? you want to start? I guess. I where do you want to open this kettle of fish? Let's start with the. Let's start with Star Wars. Oh, good. Let's let's get me pissed off right away. No, yeah, <laughs> let's get fired up. Get fired up before we talk about yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> good. I'll save we, the uh, no topic for last. That's oh good. God. That's perfect. We uh, well, yeah, Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I thought overall was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they released it. I was telling you this before, but like, I like that they released it on a weekly. Mm-hmm. basis right like an actual tv show yeah because like it makes you appreciate the episode for what it is when it mm-hmm. comes out like i think i, I was I telling someone this the other day like they maybe it might have been you even that like mm-hmm. it's nice because you actually appreciate the episode for what it is mm-hmm. not you don't just watch it for the sake of getting through it to get to the next episode for sure like, and you treat it as a standalone thing for sure and just the anticipation like you, you get a i think you were talking about this earlier like you got to like take it in and process it for a week and drink it like, in, drink it in, man. Drink it, drink it in the, drink it in the wars, <laughs> man. <laughs> drink it in the wars in the Mando, man. Uh, but no, I, I kind of liked it because it was like, I never thought I'd say this, but I appreciated that they waited a week because you had a little bit of anticipation waiting from week to week to see what would happen. Right, that's true. Like, just like uh, I used to watch Twenty Four when it was on TV all the time, yeah. and I always appreciate. I mean. I was always like so pissed. It's like I want to know what happens next already. Right. I gotta wait a week. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, but it's like with this, it's like yeah, no, it was good. It Drink was good. it in, man. Drink it in, man. <laughs> Drink it in, teen. <laughs> Drink it in, man. Drink it in, man. How many different ways are you gonna say this? Drink it in, man. <laughs> Bring up the Jericho. Uh, don't drink it too long. Uh, <laughs> uh, it in, man. Yeah. So stupid. Uh, ink it in, man. Lock it in, man. And he put it on, man. <laughs> Try it on, man. Yeah. Bring it in, yeah. man. And lock me in, man. 
Squash him down, man. What does that mean? Okay, that was that was that was the end of it. Oh god! Oh god! Yeah, no, but I I liked being like you have had appreciation for it. I yeah, like you were saying. Yeah, well, and it's yeah, I thought it was good. It's like I love that the between episode six and episode seven is the new like wild west of we're just gonna put shit in here, right? And kind of it's basically what ep- the space between episode three and episode four episode four was. Mm-hmm. Like there's just kind of a big blank spot in here, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna put shit here. Mm-hmm. It does. It's not connected to the main story, but just for time, why? Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is just what it but is. Before I say anything else positive, but about any of the like the new Star Wars like stuff, uh-huh. I think it's all an abomination. Yeah, it's not, I agree. It's not, it's not necessary. It's awful. Right, but but the Mandalorian said, was nice. The Mandalorian was nice, and you know what? I even liked you know when they had Rogue One. But the reasons why I like those things are probably not what. Other, everyone yeah. else would say. I well, would the thing guess. about Mandalorian, I feel like you could pretty that that movie could or that show could pretty much take place at any time period. Well, yeah. I mean, you had like the obviously the stormtroopers and stuff, but you could use any fill in the blank underground organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it would work. Well, the reason why I I like the Mandalorian out, of, I like the Mandalorian better than I liked Episode Nine or really any of the sequel movies. Yeah, uh, I liked that one because. They took elements from the actual Star Wars lore and the universe that I'm familiar with and actually know because, you know... I, in Episode Nine, Or well, in Mandalorian? In the Mandalorian. Sorry, oh, I, we're ta- I'm talking about the Mandalorian gotcha. right now. Yeah, yeah. They took all of, like... Some, so they took some pieces of the lore mm-hmm. and then incorporated that into a story that uh, was uh, fresh and original. It was new. Sure. Whereas, like, the sequel trilogy... It's all old stuff with like enhanced like graphics and stuff. There's no story. The Mandalorian, it, it's it's an interesting story anyway. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's one that you know, to me, got a little repetitive by the end of like what is it, eight episodes? Right. But at least you know it was something different that I could appreciate. They, yeah, I mean, they kind of did the move that like each episode, not for, I mean. Give or take. Obviously, the last two episodes are different, but mm-hmm. some of the episodes, it seems like they could kind of stand on their own. Yeah. Like the one where he's in the fucking forest. Or like the prison defending, ship. Or the prison ship one. Yeah, like those mm-hmm. two. I'm like, that could be an episode for anything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a pretty good standalone, which I like that. But yeah, you're right. Like, some of it, I'm like, oh, this is kind of just dragging on. Right. And I'm like, like, okay. I mean, I get it. Like, you have to do something. Like, you can't just yeah. have these. You can't have Baby Yoda and then Mando and just kind of, and that's mm-hmm. it. Like, you have to add right. shit to it. I get that. Mm-hmm. But also, like, we brought in Carl Weathers. What else did you want? That's true. And, <laughs> I'm kidding. And but Nick, yeah, no, and I'm, Nick uh, Nolte. And Nick Nolte. Yeah. As a, as a <laughs> did you know Nick Nolte was that ugly? Ugly in person. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't oh, know he was so short. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is the episode because what's his character's name Queel mm-hmm. the episode when he gets killed at the end of it like mm-hmm. Teresa and I are watching he goes oh no Queel and I go oh no Nick Nolte <laughs> I, I was <laughs> 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 uh, I, I was like oh no four leaf <laughs> four leaf <laughs> four leaf tabag I wrote the book I wrote the book my mind went right to Tropic Thunder. Oh. Like as soon as he started talking for the very first time, I was like, 
Oh yeah, he's from Tropic Thunder. Yeah. It's Nick Nolte. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh my. Yeah, it was good. I think season two will be good. It the only thing I'm a little concerned about is like mm. it's like whatever race baby Yoda is, mm-hmm. like obviously they don't get old all that quickly. Like they live for hundreds and hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Which kind of implies he has to be a baby or at least a toddler forever. Not forever, but well, as long as this show is going to go. Correct. Which, to me, I feel like that's going to run its course. Oh, yeah. It's going to run pretty quick. Because yeah. it's like, the the Mando, his, his character is pretty static, I feel like. His, his character is pretty set. Yeah. Like, he has a code of honor he needs to adhere to, so his, his character, he's not set up to move, I guess. Yeah. So, it's not him that's going to change. And neither will Baby Yoda. Like, well, let's see. That's kind of the odd thing. I was like, where can it go? Because it's like, okay, at the end of the day, it, the way mm-hmm. the story has to end is, you know, they go off to some planet, and Mando ends up raising Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Like that has to be the natural end of the arc, unless one of them get killed, in which case, or he the re- whole thing goes to hell, or he returns the baby to like where it rightfully belongs, where it came from. Right. Yeah, or that, right? Because isn't that kind of how it was ending, or like? I forgot. I forgot exactly how it ended. Like he flew off with them. I'll yeah. admit I was drinking a little when I watched the last. He episode. flew off with them, <laughs> and then he. Oh, then he got that. Then he found out that the the that Baby Yoda had like a tracker on him, so that the, these bounty hunters were still tracking him. Yeah, but they knew that from early on. Right, but for some reason he thought that once the bounty, well, he he, so he went out and captured Baby Yoda and then brought it back to the Imperials. Right, and he, then I think he assumed that they took the tracker off him at that point. Well, whatever. Well, but then because then he took him back and he left and he thought he killed the black guy, whose name I can't think of. That runs the guild. Yeah, remember he, the Mandalorians yeah, all helped him escape. Yeah, hold hold on, hold on, back back up here. So yeah, he thought that like okay so the bounty's been fulfilled he goes back and breaks them out basically <laughs> but he figures that out pretty quickly that they're tracking him like yeah he finds out in that forest episode right he finds out really that quick. one bounty hunter tries to kill him and then right. he decides that he's gonna go back and he, okay i'm gonna settle the score or whatever right but he doesn't why does he he doesn't even need that money to get his fi- ship fixed or something mm. like i thought the whole prison ship episode was because he needed money he did need money I don't remember what it was for. I assume, I assume it's for the ship, because his ship is kind of like... Kind of beat to hell. Well, yeah, he had Jawas tear it apart and shit. Jawas. And can't trust them. Nope. Never trust a Jawa. I, uh, well, yeah, because then, and then he got the transmission from the leader of the guild being like, hey, you should come back and whatever. Right, well... And then he goes back. Yeah, and because, then, the, because he's originally luring him into a trap, and then he's like, okay... I watch because, like, what is it? They get attacked in the night. Yeah, and then Baby Yoda saves the guy. And he right. was like, oh, we were going to turn on Carl you. Weathers. We didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He saves Carl Weathers, and he's like, okay, I can't let this yeah, thing. Yeah, I can't kill you now. Right. Which, like, oh, you're going to turn on him? Shock of shocks. I know, right? Who could have seen that coming? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, did you ever watch Predator? I thought Carl Weathers was done. I thought he was losing that arm. I thought arm. he was done. I thought he was losing his arm. I really did. I was like, oh, uh, oh, Predator, anybody? Anybody? Carl. No, just me? Just me? <laughs> Carl. That's fine. That's cool, man. Uh, just me? I, no, I, no, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, God. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, it, it's, I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was good. There, I, was good. I, there were flaw, I thought there were flaws with it. Oh, yeah. 
like there are certain things like we were talking we were talking about we were this talking earlier about it. but it's like i how would i what would i call myself as a star wars fan a i, a, I don't know what i'd call myself a connoisseur what well, that makes it sound like i've uh, i don't know about that <laughs> not french hey, let's see what could you because i like a historian a Star Wars historian. <laughs> we could go with that. I don't know. Whatever you'd call it. I like a lot of the stuff that was originally made. That being said, all the stuff, like from 2012 prior to when Disney started pumping out stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of what I like is in that time zone. That being said, there's a lot of stuff in there that I think is just like, really? Terrible. This got made. Star Wars Christmas special? Yeah, like that. <laughs> That's case in point right there. There's also like a movie like Planet of the Ewoks. Yeah, no. Nope. Yeah, nope. <laughs> that, that was obviously made in the '80s to like pump out like. Where toys did you for kids. Where did you land on like Star Wars Rebels or Clone Wars, like the animated TV shows? Rebels out. Okay, not out, a fan. Of not Rebels. a fan. I've not I've not watched either of them. I heard both of the, them are not bad. The Clone Wars is something that took me a long time to get around to even to watch because I was okay. so against it. Yeah. Now. So far, I, I still I still giving it a little bit more time because I I mean I haven't completed it, but as it goes on, it gets darker and the storyline gets a little bit more intriguing. Whereas the earlier episodes feel like they're a little bit more childish. Yeah. As it goes on, it gets a little bit more <laughs> cynical. You just you just like it because there's so much crap now that it like. All right, <laughs> it's kind of forced me into a corner. There, there's like, an old I don't remember it's a saying or someone I was someone said it but it was basically like i used to think you were a dumb fuck but so many other dumb fucks came along that you move up the list without really saying anything <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it that's a good way to put it because it's like i was not i was you know me i was so opposed to watching it because it's like really this yeah, that's true it was like an attack on your religion pretty much pretty much i know yeah <laughs> the name of the luke the leia and the darth vader <laughs> Wasn't the, wasn't Clone Wars the one where Anakin had a had a Padawan? Yes. Yeah. That's the part that always really annoyed me. Yeah. It's like <sighs> It does kind of seem funny though. It's like he takes Okay, a- my biggest complaint about Clone Wars is he had a Padawan. My biggest complaint about the sequel about the sequel trilogy is it destroyed the prequels. Yes. <laughs> Entirely. Yes. It just ruined all of it. Well, it's gone. Well, it didn't just... Okay, my problem... If, okay, so are we segueing this now into the sequel trilogy? Yes. Because the sequel I trilogy... See you, I want to see you get mad about this. Oh, my God. Well, we'll be here all night. We're never going to get to... Fire up the old Alex Jones soundboard. Oh, my God. Okay, we better have that job of the hot one, like, on cue, along with... Okay. The, ah! Yep. Ah! Done. Yeah. Okay, let me just say this. I like visual effects that sort of thing but uh, <laughs> Michael Bay is not a storyteller and neither is J.J. Abrams it's true they focused way too much on the sequel trilogy on like CGI and all that other stuff now people always shit on George Lucas for like the prequels at least the prequels had an intriguing and captivating story at least the prequels didn't ruin the originals. Well, right. They did something new and different. They were bold enough to go in a different direction. Sure. The sequel trilogy, in to kind of like put a cap on all of that, mm-hmm. to what I, what, how to sum up the sequel trilogy, seven 
8 and 9 mm-hmm. is just a nostalgia trip of the original trilogy and a mm-hmm. complete denial the prequels ever existed. Yeah. That's all it is. And it's it's funny because it it tries to please everyone but please but it pleases nobody. Maybe it pleases like people maybe it pleases, you know, it just pisses people off. Well, yeah, or you know, some people like it that uh well, I I was telling little Steve about this. Yeah. Um we have little like, Steve on the pod sometime. Yeah. We had him yeah, on for one episode. I still have his sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> I like always mean him to give it to him, and I just don't see him that often. And like I literally, Here. when we were moving, I was like, oh, fuck, I got little Steve with sunglasses. You know, you know, when we're done with this, I'm, I'll text him or whatever and just be like, hey, man, you you want to be on a pod? Yeah. You're, come on the pod. You're stuck in the north anyway. You might as well come and chill. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, little Steve. Oh, poor dude. Well, anyway. <laughs> anyway, back to complaining. Anyway, yeah, back to complaining. Um, so, little Steve and I were talking, because him and I went to go see the episode nine. Cool invite, bro. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> Miss, I didn't think you wanted to see it, and apparently, I'm. I, uh, to be fair, I was holding up a uh, an agreement with him I didn't real remember that I made. Oh. Yes. Is that how it, all your sex agreements start? <laughs> You know, we could talk about my sexual history, but uh, let's not. Let's not, because... You've the, got bigger problems than getting Steve's sunglasses back right. from what I hear. I don't know. It's a short book, so... <laughs> well, I guess it's longer than yours, but that's... Wow. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on. Move on. Okay, moving okay, on. Okay, so him and I, we went to go see this, mm-hmm. and... He he liked all of like the prequel. He liked the sequel stuff. Okay. But the reason he liked all of this stuff, I mean, no offense to him, was because because he's you know he's a very casual fan. Sure. So he just he enjoyed seeing it. Mm-hmm. However, but me on the other hand, I, I wish I could be more like I told like I wish I could be more like that where it's like I was just so blissfully ignorant. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but that makes it that makes it sound bad. I don't. I, Angrily ignorant. Well, I it's like I wish I didn't have. Any you wish you could enjoy the it for being a film, right, not being without, part of a larger thing. Correct. Fair. But okay. Yeah. That detr- But then again, that in itself detracts from Star Wars. It's kind of like how I feel about The Witcher. Sure. I like it as a series, but as a part of the larger thing, it's not bad, but it could be better. Right. But and and I've my edge has softened on the sequel trilogy. Because this last movie... Mine hasn't. I'm so full of rage. Yeah. Well, when I say it's dulled, I mean, I'm just... I try you, to hold a little bit more You've gone from homicidal to just regular... So sociopathic, but I'm going to be very... Okay. Qu- I'm going to, you know, hold it in until... Uh, yeah. Okay. You know, the last possible second, and then just unleash an unholy fury upon someone All that's right. not suspecting it. I like that. <laughs> How very Irish of you. I know, right? <laughs> I'm Czech. I don't know where this comes from. Uh, no, so, and actually, um, I was messaging somebody or whatever that was asking me if I'd seen episode nine. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting him to tell me how like how good he thought it was. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. He didn't say, he said he didn't like it. And it's like, well, what didn't you like about it? This guy wasn't very particular about it, but he just started, well, the whole, like, story and everything was convoluted and whatever. It's like, 
Okay, this is a story about space wizards. So, yeah, it's already going to be convoluted uh, to begin uh, with. A space wizard. Ah, uh, yes, yes, the last space wizard. The last okay. space wizard, yes. Yes. All there right. used to be a whole thank temple you, full thank, of them. Thank you. Thank you for that. I'm aware. <laughs> Do not quote me on this. I was there when it was first made. Oh. <laughs> uh. No, I remember going to like see like the midnight premieres or like late showings of the like the sequel or the prequel trilogies yeah. and stuff. Yep. Now, here's what I'll say. There, I was told that the sequel trilogy is not as good as the prequel trilogy. And the sequel trilogy is not as good as the prequel trilogy. Or the pre the prequel trilogy isn't very good, and the sequel trilogy is great. Oh no, that's what I've heard from that this same individual. <laughs> That is exactly my feeling. That's my internal, like... That, 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 we're all Alex Jones. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> because the sequel trilogy doesn't tell a story. Nobody is consequential in the story. A story shows some sort of growth. There's some sort of beginning, middle, and an end. The right. sequel trilogy had n- no semblance of story. Piece of trash. Yes, The Last Jedi literally had Scum. no story. Scum. Scum, scum. Piece of trash. Pretty much. Okay. I'm dead serious. Yeah. It, it, it had no story. It made no. It didn't. It, it had nothing. It had no semblance of story. It was two and a half hours of my life. I wish I could give of back. Which movie is this? The Last Jedi. And then oh yeah. Had, well, Force Awakens was also a dumpster fire. Lest well, we forget. Well, I actually hated the Force Awakens more, but I the Last Jedi was by far the worst. One of the worst ones I've ever seen because. It was literally it went two and a half hours around in a circle with no concert, like with, and nothing happened. Nothing happened. But and the worst part of all is, spoiler alert for literally everything. Anybody? Now, be- now I'm gonna get into the spoilers of like episode nine and shit like that. Yeah. But, okay. Spoiler alert for eight, and going forward, Luke dies at the end, right? Yeah. It's like he di- he dies in kind of a bitch way. It's just like Han Solo dies like just goes out like a punk. Just a bitch way to die. Yeah. They, it, it, J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson took your favorite characters from the originals and then killed them. Can I just say this thing about Ryan Johnson? Hmm. How many people, and I include myself in this, Hmm. how many many people do you think thought his name was Rian Johnson because he spelled it in a fucking stupid way? I thought it was Rain. Spell (laughs) Rain. See, or that. I thought it was Rain. Spell Ryan like you spell Ryan. Spell Ryan normally. It's like, what what is this? You got Johnson down. Right. That part was normal, I got. Or next thing you're going to tell me, it's Johnson. It's, it's Ryan? What? What, what the fuck? Trust me, I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was Ryan. Okay. Ah! <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, it's too, All right, now. You, hey, you didn't have it. You don't, you don't understand my fury about this Rain Ryan guy. Ryan Rain. He's, he was worse than J.J. Abrams. So much worse. It's true. He completely... Whatever f- fake semblance of story... That J.J. Abrams had established in Episode Seven, Johnson crumpled up, kicked it, and drop kicked it in the river, dragged it through the mud, and threw it right back at him, and said, "I fixed it." It's true. Dead serious. And then all J.J. Abrams did was like, "Okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take this ball of yours. I'm gonna splash it with a hose, and then throw it in the dumpster, and start with a new one." It was kind of a dump dump to begin with. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. And what he made after this was no better than what he had originally created. Abrams. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Episode nine, in my opinion, it was visually visually it was very appealing, 
But again, it lacked any kind of story. I appreciated the fact that, okay, all the nostalgia trips, there was a piece where they go to like the wreckage of the Death Star from yeah. episode six. It's like, okay, that was cool. And I got, I'll admit, I had a little like little pieces of me that were really nostalgic and it was very cool to hear like James Earl Jones's voice again as Darth Vader just like as like a memory that sort of thing was kind of cool yeah but you didn't tell me anything new and the new stuff that you had was just ripping on old stuff it was just nostalgia play it was exactly that's exactly what it was my biggest critique of this one of my bigger critiques of this one I've I've got three major ones. We'll start with the least the smallest of the three. Okay. I thought that there was an overusage of lightsabers. I never thought I'd say that. How stupid is this? <laughs> I'm serious though. They literally took a lightsaber duel and then what? incorporated it into every five minutes. Every five minutes Ray's dueling Kylo Ren. Bigger and better. And stronger. False. <laughs> False. They started off big and got limper. No, no. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, really fantastic. <laughs> okay. If you say so. <laughs> then maybe I'll just say, like, Shadow of War was the greatest Lord of the Rings thing of all time, then. Because it was like... It, One of the great sleazebags of our time. <laughs> Uh, so we're back to rain again okay so my biggest problem with that was just you took something that was like supposed to be meaningful and consequential these lightsaber duels yeah and instead you just had one every five you minutes kind of devalued it yeah right in episode in like let's say uh episode three episode three had three main lightsaber duels but they were between different people and for different reasons yeah this one had three or four lightsaber duels. Three of them were against the same person over and over, and neither one ended resolved. Each one ended in a draw. I thought that was disgusting. Quite. Quite. There was no consequence to having the duel. The point of the duel is that something of consequence happens. Episode Every single movie, there, there's, there's, a re, there's a rhyme and a reason, and some consequence occurs from it. Mm-hmm. And usually the lightsaber duel is saved for the end because it's supposed to be the climax. Right. So episode one, climax, uh, Darth Maul, Qui-Gon Jinn are both killed. And there's the revelation that the we Sith have still lives. We have losers. Losers. Episode two, Count Dooku, Obi-Wan, Yoda, Anakin, duel. And again, there's consequences. Fantastic. To fantastic. Really fantastic. Episode three. There's duel between Count Dooku and Obi Wan. That's Anakin. genius. Quite. It's so it. it's so insane. <laughs> and it, it, well, that that's the next duel. That's between like Grievous and Obi Wan. That one's just insane for you know whatever reason. And I don't even really call that much of a duel. It's more of a weird robot fight. But the <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the end of Episode Three. When you have Obi-Wan and Anakin fighting each other, these are two people... Yeah, that, that actually meant something. It meant something to have the duel, and it was so brutal, and it was in your face. The duel stretched on for a long time. Let me it, tell you about Obi-Wan. I love this guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Good, good dude. Good dude. Mm-hmm. It's true. Don't listen to what all of them Dark Lords of the Sith tell you. Good dude. very stupid, I can tell you that. <laughs> he had the high ground, after all. <laughs> you know the little bing, bing, bing? <laughs> bing, bing, bing. <laughs> this is so stupid. Oh, but it's fantastic. so funny, though. Fantastic. Fantastic. Really fantastic. Yeah, no, that lightsaber duel actually yeah. meant something. Right. Yeah, people get, yeah. Episode, and then you have episode... Because it, it wasn't about the lightsaber duel. It's about two people... That were that were basically like brothers. They were as close as two, you know, as, as close as you could get. Right. And now they're fighting life and death over right. literally two opposing sides. Right. Philosophical differences that have ripped them apart. Oh, yeah. Well, and then they're a microcosm of two different schools of thought. Exactly. Which... And two di- you know, really two different ways to... That future, you know, like two different ways to go forward, right? Well, one has a vision. Uh, one is literally upholding the jet, uh, the Jedi, and one has literally become a pillar of the Sith. Right. Two differential ideas on how, utilization of how the Force is and how it works. It's a f- philosophical debate, right? Held through a duel, which is intense. It's emotional, and in the end, it, it ends in such a tragic way. But it, it and it perfectly links the. The, it perfectly links this tiny boy Anakin to becoming the evil Dark Lord of the Sith. Right. It fi- it's the final linchpin to link it all together, and I don't feel that it's forced. It feels like it's a natural flow. It's built up pretty well. I think so, because it was all created by... It was all made by one person who had a singular vision. Right. Because the thing with the prequels and the original... Despite what people say, George Lucas, this is his story. Right. And it's a story of Anakin Skywalker, his rise, fall, and then redemption. Yep. That's what's happening in this movie. That's what the movie is really about from one it's through six. It's going to be really classy. Fantastic. Really fantastic. Quite. <laughs> Thank you, DJ Trump. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, and then episode four has a lightsaber duel that's... It's Nobody not, really gives a shit about, but... Well, it has some meaning behind it, but it doesn't have as much meaning because this duel has... The song has already been sung. Right. And this time, Vader gets his revenge. Right. But, you know, does he really? Does he actually get what he wants? Episode five is probably the darkest. Is one of the... Is, is just as dark as episode three. Mm-hmm. But for a different reason. This is a duel between a father and a son, and they don't, and the son doesn't realize it. Right. There's emotional theater behind that, and the consequence is, you know, Luke feels that he can, uh, you know, he's strong enough to take on this task. Yep. And he's he's good, but he's not good enough. Right. And it shows. Episode six, the lightsaber duel at the very end, is again powerful and it means something because it, you, they're not overusing the duel between two opposing. Equal right. forces. It's not just a duel for the sake of a duel. Right. Now, throughout all the movies, you have instances of the lightsabers being used, but they're not being used in a emotional way, like more than once, I would say. They're being used as a weapon. They're being used as a weapon. Or like a wep- to, yeah. Right, to defeat battle droids or stormtroopers or whatever. Right. Or that, That's what they're being used for. They're not being used to duel somebody with an opposing philosophical opinion. Yeah, well, lit- yeah, literally the only time when they're using somebody a duel, they're power. U- yeah, they're except for a duel, they're used for defensive purposes. Depending on who's using it. Generally, yeah. And 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 that was my problem with episode nine, is that you have two people that 
you can't really tell what their motives are and they're just fighting repeatedly and no one can come out ahead right and that's fine but you got to stretch it out for longer than you know you're literally running from lightsaber duel to lightsaber duel there's at least three or four different lightsaber duels in this movie between the same people over and over, mm-hmm. and nothing is getting resolved. Resolved, yeah. That, that, that That's one critique. You're, you've gone from building up to a lightsaber duel to just using it as filler. Right. And, and I feel like, again, that's part of the... You, you were playing on my nostalgia to win this. Right. And this third point will connect with my first point a little better, but... All of my points really connect, because now the second point I have is that you really harped on the nostalgia that I was really going to... You were banking on that to be your saving grace. Mm-hmm. Because all of your characters, they, they didn't have a story. Right. There was no story. The only people that had a story were Ray and Kylo. And in the end of the day, Kylo Ren is the more interesting story yeah. because he's the dynamic character. He changes. Right. He go if if you accept Disney's, you know, spin off convoluted convoluted spin-off sequel trilogy and whatever abominations they've created since 2012 the preface that that, that's the preface to this whole thing um then you accept that kylo ren was once trained to be a jedi he Mm -hmm. fell to the dark side Mm -hmm. and episode nine is his redemption sure his attempt is but he thinks that he's gonna try to turn ray to the dark side but in the process finds that he's done more damage and that he really doesn't belong on this side of the fence basically that he doesn't truly believe this sure so he then turns but he's he's redeemed through ray now the problem is with now the problem i have which leads to my main point Mm -hmm. my, my biggest problem is of this whole thing is that Ray is not a dynamic character. Right. And if she is the main character, which Disney has portrayed her to be, she needs to have experienced and undergone a change. Like Anakin, like Luke, these are people that started off as naive and innocent people right. that are then slowly changed into some being something more powerful and more gr- and greater than they could have ever imagined. Ray is instantly the that that thing in episode seven sure and doesn't it doesn't change she's immediately good at everything at the right off the bat mm-hmm. everything just instantly the best at everything it's like look luke and anakin are, are powerful but they're not good at everything right off the crack of the bat right they have personal faults and foibles luke's personal problem is that he's naive yeah. and his naivete Almost gets him killed. Naivete. Word, man. <laughs> Just drink it all in. <laughs> drink it in, man. Drink it in, man. And Anakin's problem is his arrogance. His problem right. is he he cares <laughs> so much his about His problem things. is he's a putz. Well, <laughs> one thing at a time here. <laughs> his problem is that he, he cares so much about you know certain people in his life and will literally throw kick everything to the curb to, to try to accomplish that goal mm-hmm. whether or not that means using the dark side whether that means using the dark side or not right but he he's always grappling with that because he knows that that evil lurks there but he thinks he's strong enough to defeat it he thinks he's better than it right and it's that arrogance that leads to his downfall yep ray on the other hand 
has none of that. She's immediately completely she, she's completely worldly to begin with. And she knows everything. She can control everything. She can do everything to begin with. Right. So by episode nine, it's like there's nowhere for her to go because she's already where she needs to be to begin with. Yeah, she doesn't have an arc. Right, there's no arc. And really, my biggest critique is everything is handed to her. She's literally handed a lightsaber. She doesn't have to make it. She doesn't have to earn it, even. Right. She literally picks it up, and suddenly she's a master swordsman. Like, Mm -hmm. instantly. Not even Luke was a master swordsman right away. Right. Anakin's not a master swordsman right away. None of these people are, but Rey magically is. Now, I've heard the argument, well, that's because her granddad is Palpatine. It's like, that doesn't mean crap. Yeah, Palpatine wasn't good with the lightsaber either. I mean, he's fine with it, but it doesn't mean he was... But that's the thing, though, that people don't understand. Just because you're good with the Force doesn't mean you're good with a lightsaber. No, and that's one thing that these movies completely just kick right. to the curb it yeah that's the part that never it's like they're synonymous with each other like mm-hmm. they enable you to one enables you to be better at the other because mm-hmm. it requires the same set of skills right but like it's like saying oh you're going to be good at driving because you know you put your shoe on right foot first <laughs> it's like uh, i mean sure maybe that maybe helps i don't know but i'm not seeing the connection right yeah, I mean, and one could say, I mean, Palpatine's big thing is that he's good with the Force. Yeah, he's not a he's not a master swordsman. He's supposed to be just really good with Force. In the end, that's how he defeats literally everybody he comes into contest with, is his use of the Force. Right. In, in Episode Three is when you really get to see. Yeah, he it gets on beat twice in a lightsaber battle. Right. The lightsaber, I mean, is what he loses with. Yeah. But it's the force power that he's used to overcome Mace Windu. He uses it to overcome Yoda. Yeah. That's his. That's where his focus is. And in Episode Nine, you do see that. That that's his strength. That is interesting in Episode. Yeah, because in Episode Three, he you know he he lost to Mace, and then the mm-hmm. only reason Mace was killed was because. Anakin cut his hands off, and then he got mm. Force Lightning. Well, and that one's a little is a little different because he's a Palpatine's able to manipulate Anakin because he's been his, you know, mentor for years, mm-hmm. and he's like, look, everything I've told you now is true. Look at look at what's happening. The Jedi is trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. You have to help me here. I'm I'm defenseless. Anakin literally witnessed none of that lightsaber duel. Right. He can see like. <laughs> The effects of it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he's confused, he's conflicted, so he intervenes. But if he didn't intervene, it's fairly obvious that Palpatine, I think, could have taken Mace Windu. He could have destroyed him even without Anakin intervening. You think so? I think he could have. I think it was a it was a show that was put on. You don't think Mace would have killed him right at the very end? No. I think I think Palpatine had Mace dead to rights right away. He eliminated three Jedi Masters without even within the first minute of the duel. Yeah, it was a tight quarters fight, though. From going from going from a sitting position yeah. to screaming and doing a one night what is Hell, it a yeah. nine hundred twenty degree rotating spin to kill three Jedi Masters. That's impressive. Uh, you're missing one thing. What's that? Mace Windu is a black guy, which means and he's more athletic than your average white. Or but alien does, Jedi. But athleticism doesn't mean much when it comes next to the Force, does it? Ah, uh, but it does when it comes to lightsaber duels. Ah, uh, well, well, there you go. See, that just plays to my point. The lightsaber duel wasn't his forte. 
Palpatine's forte. That's true. He gets beat. All right, fine. I'll just beat you with the Force then. Yeah, but he was losing with the Force because Mace Windu's blocking his Force Nightling with the lightsaber. Yeah, but then he, so then he pauses or whatever because he's going to try to make an appeal to him, right? Yeah, to but Anakin. At first, he's making an appeal to Mace. Oh, to, to Windu. To spare okay. him. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, I'm too weak or whatever. You have to spare me. Yeah, okay. And then Anakin, that's when Anakin intervenes. He comes in at that moment. But even then, Mace had already stopped. Sure. He'd already Fair. Okay. fallen back. If Anakin hadn't come back, I'm pretty sure Mace would have fallen back anyway to try to get him to surrender. Because that's more the Jedi way to try to get him to surrender. But when it becomes yeah. obvious that he wasn't going to, he rises to strike him. And in that moment, I still think that he would have been able to take him down. Yeah. Do you think Anakin meant to block him? Mace, okay, we're getting really into the nerd This is weeds, really into the weeds, weeds now. On this. Okay, go back to your review of the movie. This is into the weeds now, yeah. But the point is, but see, we can have this conversation about a prequel movie, whereas in the sequel, you can't really have that because nothing happens that's of consequence. It's just a fun ride. Right. That's all it is. Eh, it's the, moderately fun. <laughs> fun is a relative term. <laughs> okay. It's more fun. fun than a lobotomy. Oh, all right. That's fair. I never said how much more fun. But. I mean, to be fair, Shutter Island was a good movie. Hey, that was, <laughs> it was great. I just can't remember. Any <laughs> uh, just ask Joe Kennedy. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, sorry, his daughter. Oh, oh, too soon. Anyway, so God, that joke was so bad. I'm gonna drown it at the, at the bottom of a river. <laughs> And not tell anyone. <laughs> tell anyone. Okay, Ted. <laughs> Sorry, I got so derailed with making a political joke. I, I lost my train of thought. Um, my biggest problem with episode nine was just that nothing happened of consequence. I didn't feel anything. Even the most emotional scene that's supposed to happen with Ray and Kylo when they, they defeated the Emperor, mm-hmm. or they're fighting the Emperor, and... He's literally like, they're literally going to die for each other. The only one that, I felt bad for when Kylo Ren died, but it's like, I didn't really feel anything when he died. It's right. like, okay, you came back to the light side, but what did, that's cool and all, but you, you were the more dynamic character. Right. If anything, you were the one that should have lived because you were the one that learned anything from this journey. Ray was already where she needed to be from episode seven going on. Right. That's true. So she learned nothing because she already knew what she needed to learn. And, and what exactly was there was there to learn? Literally every movie cliche ever made. She she just cut them all off at the pass. Right. She instantly knew better than every character. She was wiser than every character. That's why you had Finn and Poe. They were just completely incompetent. It's like they literally... They literally are in the middle of a problem, and Ray's like, the answer's right here. The answer's right here. This <laughs> See, is what I mean, we need to do. It's yeah. like, okay, well, Miss Know-It-All, then. <laughs> it, 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 it was frustrating to me. And then it was even more frustrating. This is one example, I guess, of uh, her just being handed everything. There's a scene in Episode Nine where she's going to impose exile on herself. So she lands a TIE fighter on, like... Luke's planet that he had exiled himself to and she burns the TIE fighter up like just burns it 
All right. All right. So she's going to be stuck there. She destroyed her fighter. She's stuck there. And then all of a sudden she realizes. Wait, that, wait a minute. Hmm. Um, TIE fighters don't have hyperspace abilities. These are, there are many problems with this movie, Steve. <laughs> okay, okay, I mean... The movie literally a, starts a with the Millennium Falcon doing light speed, like, cycle jumps from TIE oh fighters that are following it. No. That no. part already put me on edge when I watched it. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon lands on fire. <laughs> I just imagine you in the theater going, what the fuck is this my jaw dropped but not for the right reason yeah tie fighters don't have hyperspace abilities so no, okay. they don't but in this movie they do they're also spaceships so you think they'd be a little more flame retardant than just okay we're this, we're, this, we're in the weeds but who cares i'm gonna jump in the weeds just for a brief second Episode 5, the problem was the hyperdrive keeps acting up. The po- the, the ship is funky, right? Yeah. It keeps breaking down. Yep. The whole thing is, you know, we got to keep fixing it. In mm-hmm. e- episode 9, it's literally sitting, or episode 7, it's literally sitting in a scrapyard. It's a pile of junk that shouldn't function ever. By episode 9, it's making multiple light speed jumps in quick succession away from TIE fighters, lands as a fiery wreck, and they fix it in five seconds. Yeah. Enough to take it and use it, like, in the next mission. For it's the like, rest of the movie. Right, for the rest of the movie with no consequence. <laughs> Literally, in the, in the original trilogy, it's breaking down all the time. Yeah, it took, nine, a whole, it took a whole movie to fix it. It took a whole movie to fix it, and even then it wasn't fully fixed. That's true. Don Solo only has to start it by hitting his arm against it, and then... <laughs> that's true. So, uh, anyway, that's that's in the weeds. But going back to this, it's... Okay, yeah, she's on planet, whatever. She's on this planet, and she's going to renounce her, being with, with a her magical, Jedi. With her magical hyperspace TIE fighter. Right, with magical... And That's she, not flame retardant. Right. She takes her lightsaber and, is gonna, and chucks it into the burning wreck or whatever of the TIE fighter, but then Luke, as a ghost, catches it and hands it back to her, and it's like, well, what the hell are you doing? Can't, ghosts can't catch things. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> but c- carry on. I know. Trust me. I'm, I'm well aware of this. Force ghosts don't catch things. He's a ghost. He can use the force. A force ghost can use the force. Yeah, he could use the force to catch it, but not like... Can't catch it with his fucking hand. Physical matter. Because he's dead. <laughs> the point of being a force ghost is that you're dead. Yeah. By the way, if you're on his planet anyway, he doesn't... Need, I mean, he could just be... I mean, he could just easily be a force reanimated corpse. Then he could catch it. Uh, there's there's to- so many problems with Luke being it's so fun to just get you riled up. Oh man! But see the okay. thing is, you didn't have to do it. <laughs> I, I did it to myself by watching the movie and me watching it and then having my own opinions and take on it. That's what upset. It's just me standing outside the theater with a gas can waiting to hand it to you to leave. <laughs> yeah, a, a gas can or like a cell phone so I can call it a bomb threat for the next so no one else has to watch the movie. See this movie. <laughs> oh god yeah you're anyway pre- okay yeah so she throws the lightsaber to luke who catches it even though he's the first yeah. ghost and he's just like you know well by he- the way hold on this oh, is go not ahead. super not super relevant but one more thing to kind of piss you off hmm. is he is he luke like old luke force ghost or like yeah. young luke force ghost old old like when he died oh because i'm kind of split on that because return of the jedi hayden christensen was in there but also yeah. old ben yeah, so what uh, I mean, what I mean, determines that was the last time he was a Jedi? Yeah, what determines your age when you're a Force ghost? Uh, I, I is it when you were a Jedi? If like you know, the last time you were a Jedi when you were alive? Well, I 
because that would kind of suck. That doesn't really seem like a reward for sticking it through to the end. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of the opposite. What about all the more power than you can possibly imagine? All the power. Yeah. I mean, I guess. The power. But you're still dead, so, you know, there's that. (laughs) You're still dead, so fuck off. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Okay. Yeah. So, Force Ghost, he caught it. Yeah. My problem is with this scene in general is then that Luke sits Ray down and has like a Obi-Wan to Luke scenario thing happening like in episode six. Yeah. Okay. Except in episode six, Obi-Wan is trying to, Obi-Wan was originally trying to shield Luke from the truth in episode mm-hmm. four. Okay. And in episode five. Mm-hmm. And by episode six, Luke has figured it out and Obi-Wan is comes clean and says, I did this to protect you and your sister from the Emperor. Yeah. And that's the final thing that it's like, well, you were, you're, you can have this knowledge now. You, you are strong enough to do something with this. Yeah. With, with Ray and Luke, it's like, I get what the scene they're trying to create, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have the same effect because there's no secret. There's nothing that Luke can give to her anymore. She knows it all already. Right. The only thing she doesn't know is how she's going to get off the planet, which Luke just gives her the X-Wing. Luke literally lifts the X-Wing out of the water and gives it to Rey. It's like, Wait, why does she have to leave? Because she realizes that she can't be here. That she has to do something about the Emperor or he'll have won. I mean, yeah, but I could have told you that before you lit the TIE fighter yeah. on fire. Well, exactly. But she got... M- the problem I she have with She got pissy her, and left? She got pissy and left, learned her lesson in half a second... Turned around and left again. But she learned what she already knew. She just didn't want to accept the truth. She got mad, ran away, realized that uh, I should have be a force away. Ghost teller. Yeah. Now, the difference between that scene and between Luke and Obi-Wan like, is that it's you, actually a truth that he reveals Couldn't you himself. just have easily have had that scene of her, like, you know, in the middle of the night on, like, a... On a... Um, not New Republic, but whatever the fuck the new thing is now. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if she's asleep on a ship, mm-hmm. couldn't you just have Luke appear a la mm-hmm. Old Ben, Tauntaun, yes. Episode 5? Yes. Be like, hey, do yep. this. Yeah. That would save you a plan. That would save you probably 15 minutes of a plot. Or 15% or more switching to Geico. Geico, that's true. Car insurance, that's true. Yeah, yeah. car insurance. Bro. She'd get a, she'd get, she wouldn't have to put in a claim on that TIE fighter nope. and lie nope. to the adjuster. <laughs> Although no <laughs> adjuster's gonna believe her, it's like what the sea cow lit this thing on fire. I don't believe it. All right, I'm, you're gonna be Ray, and I'll be the adjuster. Oh jeez. All right. I uh, yeah. Hi. I I see you put in a claim for this Tie Fighter. Yeah, it seems like the hyperdrive malfunctioned, and it just kind of uh-huh. lit up. Uh huh. What uh, what model of Tie Fighter is it? A ZX go fuck yourself. <laughs> Okay, that one doesn't have a hyperdrive. Did you? Is this an aftermarket? What did you? Did you put? Because we, we, yeah. Did you put an aftermarket hyperdrive no, no. in it or what? No, we have the, a policy. No, this, we have no, a policy is, against this is, that. This is first order grade A crap. Ah, okay. Well, see, we, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a Honda Civic of Tie Fighters. Inter- <laughs> <laughs> Reliable, but. Very, you could very fit your whole family in it. Okay, I got it. <laughs> or burn a whole family. Interesting. Obviously. Okay. Yeah, or that. Inter- okay. So, okay. So, well, we're not really the insurance for the. But, and, uh, not important. Uh, 
Why do I even have you as an insurance company if you didn't even cover this thing? Well, technically, you don't have me as an insurance company for anything. The first order has me an insurance company. But apparently, I mean, what, we, which, so hold on, time out. How didn't did, my mole within the first order how did refer you, me to you? How did you get this TIE fighter? It's not, I don't see you as a, as a uh, qualified driver. <laughs> you You're on the light side, you can't choke. choke. Oh, but she can use force lightning. Really? Yeah, there's Is that st- in the movie? It's a stupid... Remember yeah. I was telling you there's a whole scene where, like, Chewbacca... I thought Chewbacca died. Mm-hmm. She accidentally uses Force Lightning and destroys the ship. How do you accidentally you use Force Lightning? You don't. <laughs> like, she stepped on a Matchbox car and went flying. <laughs> oh, whoops! <laughs> she steps on a Lego and it's like, Ow! Why did that happen? Oops! Fire. And then I'm going to do it again. Ow! I saw it coming, but I did it again. Wait, what the fuck? No, she uses force lightning. She just gets to accidentally, like, like she took a turn too fast. It's like she, I, I don't fuck? know. Legitimately, oh, I don't know. She Which begs the, the question, why don't you just zap your tie fight? I mean, did she get, was she like flint, flinting this, getting a fire going on the I have fire? no idea. Space cow, man. The space cow space lit cow. it on fire when I wasn't looking. Uh, oh, boy. But, yeah. So, so she has force lightning. Yeah. Okay. That was a part. By the that, way, for being so smart, why doesn't she have her own lightsaber? It beats me. She doesn't get her own lightsaber until the last 10 seconds of the movie. Really? I thought she had Luke's the whole movie. Yeah, but then she buries it. But then why'd she get her own? Oh, because she buried Luke's. Yeah, but she had a free one. Yeah, but she buried Luke's. Yeah, but... That'd be yeah, like, I don't understand it either. I'd <laughs> be, like, be like if I went and ordered a Domino's pizza, it showed up. I didn't open the box. I just threw it in the garbage. And then I went to the gas station and bought a frozen uh, I pizza. Guess, I guess I'm... I guess my last... Co- it's a little disingenuous. In order for a Jedi to be a Jedi, the last passage of right is to actually build your own lightsaber. You're not supposed to just latch onto somebody else's. Because I mean, the lightsaber is fa- supposed to be a reflection of the person that uses it. Okay, that's fair. So, at least that part's alright, but the whole movie... I mean, but the good news is she's the last Jedi, so she, if she could just kind of ignore that Christ. rule, it would kind of, right, you know... Let's, let's not have her be the last Jedi. That's true. I mean, let's just not... What was her lightsaber color again? Was uh, it yellow? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. P. Yeah, P colored lightsaber. That's but, Blue Coon's color, damn it. Yeah. Uh is this yellow or is this orange? I thought it, Maybe you're right. Maybe it is, is yellow. It yellow. I'm gonna look. Because it, you're, it might be orange now. Well who's this orange? Somebody had an orange one then. I always thought I'm it was gonna look him. up. it might have been him, honestly. I just remember him from that Star Wars game for PS one. <laughs> which which one? Oh, Plo Coon? Plo Koon, yeah. No, Plo Koon had a uh, had a blue one. Oh. I think I think you're thinking. Hang on. Hang on. Here we go. Jedi yellow lightsaber. I think you're thinking of Yarrow Poof. I believe he. Yes, had that's a who one. I was thinking of. Yeah, Plo Koon is. I forgot. <laughs> Kit Fisto. <laughs> Kit Fisty. This is a green lightsaber. I love how I also love how Ray basically has the same outfit for three movies. Yes. <laughs> that, but see, that goes perfectly with my argument. She doesn't change. Yeah, she's the exact same through every movie, and then through every movie, the other new characters are all inconsequential. It's true. Poe, uh, Finn, 
and well, Rose. All these characters, all are, those characters are meaningless. It's they, probably for the best. Well, they're inconsequential. Oh my god! But, but I think the worst—I don't know if this is the worst or the best part about that. Okay. Poe is horribly incompetent. Mm-hmm. Okay. They try to portray him as a renegade Han Solo new guy, mm-hmm. but that's just it. He's the new guy pretending to be Han Solo, and it's not working. Oh. And in episode eight, there's this whole thing where he's going to, I don't know, stage a coup or something. I don't know if you remember that. He's going to, like, stage a yeah, coup. Yeah, because remember, <laughs> that ship, their ship was getting chased. Yeah. But for some reason, they could only go as fast as the ship behind them. Yeah. And ne- neither of them, oddly enough, could go any faster. Right. And then he got mad because they weren't doing anything. Right. So then he's going to come to the ship. And then he tried to take ship. over from... Yeah. Pink hair, what's her name? Yeah. Short hair, pink lady. Yeah. Pink hair lady. And then he, yeah, and then he tried to commandeer, and then he didn't he get arrested or something? Something like that. And it's like, oh I still God. don't understand how they didn't, the ship didn't go the same. Like, the one behind them couldn't catch up to the. Well, the whole thing was what? They're going to run out of fuel. Eventually, they'll run out of fuel, and they just blow them up. Honestly, episode eight, I don't even want to talk. It's. We're talking about it's episode infuriating. Nine. It's infuriating. The only reason I brought it up is to reference how incompetent this Poe guy is. Because okay. then in episode nine, he's just he's proclaimed some like general or whatever after Leia dies. Okay. So he's like the new like leader of the alliance, and all of a sudden he's supposed to be super competent. So what he does uh, is we're gonna pick the guy who fucked up a lot. We're just gonna pick the guy that literally five minutes ago staged a coup against me. Yeah, and he's gonna be our new leader. And oh, by the way, I'm gonna send Lando and Chewie to go find more allies somewhere else. And we're just gonna go launch a reckless attack against the Emperor on a hidden planet in the middle of nowhere that literally like nobody knows the location of. Uh huh. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like, they have this battle. It's not going well. And then Lando. And then this is what I always. Lando and Chewie show up a la New Hope. Well, with about a gajillion ships out of nowhere. And I just hated the thing. He's like, what's that? It's Lando. Only Lando and Chewie can find anybody. He didn't bring any soldiers. No, I brought the people. And then it pans to all these ships like, oh, give me a break. Oh. I hate, I, I don't like the whole, uh, uh, what <laughs> this is isn't Dunkirk, Lando. Well, <laughs> it, it, the rabbit out of the hat. Why can't I, I can never think of what to call that. It's a, you, you did the impossible, like, every time you do the impossible thing, and it's supposed to be like a one in a million shot, and it happens. Oh, uh, you, Dead Ringer? No. Uh... My wife and I were talking about this, uh, and I had the perfect term for it, and I lost it. Um, <laughs> a screwing over. <laughs> well, maybe it just feels like a like a cheap a cheap way out, you know? Oh yeah, a a plot hole. Well, it's like uh, it, it was. It's so convenient. It's so convenient that all of a sudden Lando appears with all these people, and it was conveniently. Way more than all the Star Destroyers that he created. Because every Star Destroyer had a planet-killing gun attached to it. Oh. Uh, uh, let me I think I never here. thought I'd have to go to thesaurus.com. Yeah. Acceptable, advantageous, agreeable, available, beneficial, comfortable, conducive, favorable, good, handy, helpful, opportune, proper, suitable, timely, user-friendly, commoditous, 
accommodating, ex- adaptable, adapted, aiding, assisting, contributive, decent, fit, fitted, in public interest, ready, roomy, seasonable, serviceable, gross, suvid, time sa- <laughs> saving, well planned. Uh, literally any of those. It's just like, it, it's too convenient. And when something is too convenient and there wasn't enough sto- backstory behind it, it's upsetting to me. Yeah, well, I don't understand how, like, if he showed up with, like, okay, 50 ships, fine, fine got that. No, he showed up with enough ships to blot out the sky. Yeah, but it's like, are you serious? Why could Lando get all those people that nobody else could? Uh, I mean, I get Lando's a personality. I accept that. Yeah, but that, but see, that's just it. I'm scratching my head. Literally, Poe's strategy as the new general of the Alliance. Oh, but then we're also gonna make Finn a general too. What? Yeah, because that's the thing too. Make a quick comment about this. One of the things about the sequel, generally, that pissed me off. Mm. I feel like with the original trilogy, everybody had a regular name. Yeah. Like, first name, last name. Mm-hmm. Then the prequels, they added a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you had Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. You know, Yoda was one name, but that was about it. Plukun. Like, you had some yeah. odd oddity names. Yeah. Now we just went to a word. Yeah. Like, now we just have Finn. We, we, went, like, to, well, we went to one-syllable names. Yeah, we did. And it's like, why? Like, let's have some... Kylo Ray, kind of cheesy, but at least it's like a name. Oh, it's got more than one syllable. Right. Ray is just like, okay, Ray what? Finn what? Yeah. Poe what? Right. Like, give me something. Yeah. Well, I it, it just infuriated me that these two incompetent people, one of them used to be a stormtrooper, one of them literally almost led a coup against you. Yeah. Really? In a way. They're both now suddenly generals leading an assault onto some random planet, and you're going to send one of your best pilots into the middle of nowhere literally to shout help in, a, in, a, in an abandoned shaft. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everyone came out. Yeah. Like, literally, they sent Lando away, and five minutes later, he showed up with a giant <laughs> fleet. I need you to yell into a shaft. We need you, I need you to yell an abandoned mine shaft. And anything that comes out is what we're going to have to deal with. Help. And yeah. conveniently, everyone has a gun and comes out. It's like, <laughs> it's too convenient. He literally left for five minutes. Literally, that's literally what... It, because yeah, they literally like, hey, put... I know exactly where to go. No, no. Actually, they put a time limit because the Emperor was going to launch his fleet in like 24 hours or whatever. So you have 24 hours to like asse- to do to something. To assemble a galaxy. To, yeah, and they send him off like with like an hour to spare. They send him off, and he's <laughs> okay. magically back in time to to help save everybody. I hate yeah, that sort of dumb. thing. But my main beef with this movie is just that the main character is a static character because yep. that reflects poor storytelling. I feel. Yeah, I think so. Well, I don't feel it. I know it reflects poor storytelling. It is poor yeah, storytelling. No- there's no arc, there's no arc to her story, and all right. the supporting characters are just kind of there to support her. Right. I mean, which is fine, but they don't have individual arcs themselves. Number right. one, and number two, they're you know she since she doesn't have an arc, everyone's mm-hmm. just kind of static. Right, and the one person who did have an arc, Kylo Ren, he's a supporting Kylo. character. That's fine. He can he can be dynamic and be a supporting character. That's fine, but. You killed him off without the. I I, I just don't understand it. You like, killed him off because it felt like you needed to kill off somebody. Right, you needed to kill off somebody, and if anybody, 
it should the person that learned the most should be the one that still survives i feel instead it's the person that no literally went through the journey and understood none of it well and by the way if you want i mean or this is just, worse understood it before it began i don't know why wouldn't worse. you just if you're gonna finish the movie and you mm-hmm. want to have the jedi order continue on if you're from a storytelling standpoint mm-hmm. why wouldn't you just have kylo live and then either a him and ray get together because mm-hmm. apparently they're not related no which again or which, they or one of them starts like a jedi training thing mm-hmm. a la luke and mm-hmm. then we move on right well and that brings up a whole another thing in the weeds where it's like really ray should have been related to luke because that's the way the foreshadowing led led it to believe all through episode seven and eight led it to believe that ray's parentage was like luke or leia or something that she would be intimately tied to all of this yep instead she's palpatine's granddaughter yeah it felt like you just weak it felt like you just spun a wheel of characters from the original Mm -hmm. trilogy and it landed on palpatine like yep she's related to palpatine granted palpatine's a grade a badass but really this is the best you could come up with yeah I mean, they've done a great job of screwing up all of my favorite characters and all everyone's favorite characters. Now, all the negativity aside, the one thing I, the two things that I liked. All right. One thing, visually, it was very appealing. Okay. Right? All right. Graphics were terrific. A lot of explosions. Neat. Okay. Scenery, cool. The other one, they did a nice little tribute to Carrie Fisher in the in the movie. Oh, nice. Okay. They did, they did a nice little like farewell to her and they had like a little funeral in the in the movie and they you know dedicated that little piece to her which i thought was actually very nice, nice. It, was, it, it was touching and that that part was nice yeah because it was a tribute to her and it's yep. like okay I can, I can deal with that i'm with you all right so all of that negativity uh-huh. that i just spat out in the last you know hour uh-huh. roughly give or take <laughs> I liked episode nine better than than seven or eight, but the whole pre the whole sequel trilogy seven eight and nine in general is unnecessary and terrible and terrible. There are little spots that Disney's created that I like, like the Mandalorian. Mandalorian was cool and fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rogue One. Rogue One was fun because guess the the rabbit out of the hat thing, the whole uh, convenient factor didn't happen. Yeah, they didn't have like a ship come save them at the end. Right, nobody ca- nobody could save them. Yeah, and that's what made that movie better at the end. And you had a feeling of like dread at the end, but you right. knew what was coming afterwards would be episode four. Right, true. And that's the battle that the ref. Now, Rogue One really isn't in my version canon because apparently I'm a purist. It made it made it made episode four feel weightier. Which right. is impressive to do because it's, you know, 40 years after the movie came out. Right. It, it built. It yep. built onto something instead of wrecking everything. Yep. So at least Rogue One and the Mandalorian contributed something that could actually be useful. And they were bold new ideas. Right. Whereas the sequel trilogy, there's nothing new about it. If you want to go on it for the nostalgia trip, I guarantee you'll love it. Like little Steve loved it yeah. and him and i had a long discussion about this he loved it because it was it reminded yeah, played him of the off other... the nostalgia right and that's fine people can like that and if you like it for that reason go ahead it's just i'm maybe a little bit cynical because i 
I grew up reading the books and the comics, the video games. Right. And I know you you have a little bit of that too. Yeah. Where it's oh like, yeah. You you did the same the thing. Old school shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's a special spot for that old school and the fact that it was just all just erased or they try to erase it. And it was replaced. Well, it wasn't. It, the it, erase part bo- bothers me, but it it doesn't bother me in because really, when that stuff came out. Like, you know, when you were playing Star Wars Battlefront 2 or Bounty Hunter or something, you knew that those were going to be standalone things. Right. They were but new. It, it's it's more so that they were replaced. It's not so much that they were and maybe that's forgotten the about, term. but it, it's, you know, because it's like we all knew they were going to kind of fade, but well, it, it's sure. more so that they were just replaced. Well, and the replaced so coldly and overridden. Well, and just by something that was inferior. Well, exactly. They're ignored and overwritten by something inferior. That's a good way to put it. You know, it's yeah. It's not so much because it'll always be there. You know what I mean? Like oh, it Disney's not going to come into our homes and grab it. But by the same token, it's it's been replaced by something inferior to what it was. I agree. Which is, I mean, it's depressing in its own right, but it's more so depressing because something inferior came out in 2019. That mm-hmm. was in, that is still inferior to something that came out 10, 15 years ago, 20, you know, 20, 30, whatever it is. And I think that's why I'm like, I get so negative about that stuff is because I feel that the story is inferior. It doesn't fit with what I already know. Right. And you're just replacing it. And I don't like that. Right. You're not presenting something and saying, this is also something that happened. You're right. saying, no, the stuff before didn't unimpo- happen. Unimportant. Right. Or didn't happen. You're- this is what is now. Exactly. It's like, well, we don't want that. No, and I I grew up with that stuff, and you're telling me it didn't happen, and what I know is wrong? Yep. That's That's why one of the things with Lord of the Rings that I really always appreciate that I I didn't know about until... I learned about it a couple years ago, but J.R.R. Tolkien, when he was still alive, I think toward almost, like, probably near when he was his death, he started writing a sequel to The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And it was set like 200 years, I think, a couple, maybe a couple hundred years in the future. And the whole basis of us was that Sauron was going to come back or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he got like 50 pages into writing it, and he stopped. Mm-hmm. And he threw it away. Mm-hmm. He said, he says, no. He says, I recognize this is not going to be as good as the original right. one once, number one. And I want people to enjoy the first one for what it is mm-hmm. without kind of polluting it by something that I think is inferior. Right. And that, nobody got and that memo at Disney. No. Nobody, nobody got that memo. Nobody did. Not not Jar Jar Abrams. Not Rain Jansen or whatever the heck he's going to call himself. None of them. Kathleen Kennedy especially definitely didn't get that oh, message. Oh, God. And she spent... The part that really upsets me with her, she's the... For those of you that don't know, she's, what, the president of Lucasfilm? Yep. The thing that really grinds my gears with her is that you worked with George Lucas. You worked with Steven Spielberg. You know how a good movie is made. Yep. And instead, you decided to put political messaging and visual effects before you, actual storytelling. You needed to put, and your, that's upsetting. You needed to put your stink on it, right. even if it meant ruining something that people right. enjoyed. And I can't stand the way that Episode Eight was very po- had a lot of political stuff in there yep. that was not thinly veiled. It was just. It, it was very naked political criticism of our current climate. Yep. Episodes one through six, what made them so good was that they played off of mythology. They played off of, like, stories that everyone, like, 
you knew th- you knew how they went without actually knowing them. Right. Like uh, it's, it's kind of like the Odyssey, the Iliad, and there are elements of all these ancient Greek tragedies and things that are mixed into one. Mm-hmm. I mean, Anakin's like a little bit of Oedipus without like you know the nastiness, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like the tragic hero. Anakin is the classic tragic hero. Yep. You don't and and it takes six movies to get there. Well, but that's the point. But that's the point. That's right. the exact point. It's it, because you you have how does innocence become evil and can e- that evil be redeemed? And in the end, it's a beautiful moment when the e- when he is redeemed by the love for his son. Right. That's what eventually wins out in the end. Yep. Which which is a terrific moment. He's, which gives episode six so much more weight than he's, episode three. Yeah, the thing that turned him to the dark side to begin with was his arrogance combined with his fear, mm-hmm. namely his fear of losing his wife and his kid. Right, kids. Right, and in the end, his love for his kids is what redeemed him from that. Exactly, and the prequel or the sequel trilogy. And I'll I will say I'll say negative about the uh, prequel trilogy. Some of the dial the dialogue sometimes is cheesy and bad, but the, but the but the meaning behind it is still there. And you're always gonna have somebody try to work some sort of weird toy deal in, a la Jar Jar Binks. But it's true. <laughs> but the but, story is still good. There's yeah. still a and story. And it didn't it didn't overwhelm the story to the no. point. Yeah. Yeah. No. Whereas the the sequel doesn't have that. It doesn't have that feel. There's no connection between the sequel and the rest, which is fine, but then you need to do something different. Like you were saying, like with Jay, uh, with uh, Tolkien, mm-hmm. where it's like he was writing something, said it 200 years later, but he knew it wouldn't be as good, so he just quit. Yeah, You have to recognize when you've created something that you can't top. Yes. And in that case, you either need to do move on to something else, mm-hmm. or you need to really put the time in. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, if you think about it, what was the downtime between buying Lucasfilm when Disney mm-hmm. bought Lucasfilm and when the first movie came out? It wasn't uh, a lot of time. Three I'll tell years. You that. Yeah. 2012 is when they bought it, and 2015 is when they spat out a movie. Is when The Force Awakens. And that includes the shooting. That includes a year of shooting. Right. Probably a year and a half, honestly. Right. What was the downtime between Return of the Jedi and Phantom Menace? 20 years? It was a long time. The same company. Ni- 1983 to 99. Yeah, that's yep. that. So 1983 is when we're turning years. Ge- yeah, 16 years, which yeah. a decade and a half. And then the movie. And that came- was the same guy. That was the same. Yeah, same guy. Yep. But he had a story and a vision. He had an arc. He had an yes, exactly. Yep. Now, there George Lucas had once talked about that he had an arc that would go on. Th- I think he said through nine or twelve episodes, mm-hmm. but that would continue on the legacy of luke then right and then by the time luke's story arc was complete there'd be somebody else to take his place in the arc right because the the, the arc is then handed down yeah it, it it changes hands which i i i get that concept but really i i'm glad that that didn't happen yeah i think that would have been too much that would have been too much because the arc, the way that it happens now, is perfect. The way the, through one through six is perfect. The way that yeah, it is, I think the, so too. Well, I shouldn't say perfect, but it's it's really good the way that it is. It's a natural progression. It's a natural progression. Yes. Um. Yeah. And I think if you did, you could do Ray and etc. in seven through nine, 
The problem is you you lose that Skywalker arc. Well, right, and, and it's a kind of a jarring change from one to the other. Yes, you know what made, I I think anyway, what made you know, because it's like you see the transition. That's what made three so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, three was the link between obviously the prequels and the and the right. and the originals. But it's like you see that progression. Mm-hmm. You know, you see Darth Vader at the end of three. That's the same Darth Vader you see in New Hope. Yep. Like it, you know, what I mean, you have that connection. Right. Whereas you see Luke, and you're like, okay, well, mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi, he was kicking ass, mm-hmm. and now he's stuck on a rock. Right. Well, Episode six ends in a way where there is no that. That's the end. It ends in a way. It ends. Yeah. That's the end. Yeah. That that that's just the way it was. That's there, the there's not it. set up for a sequel. Right. Episode five. The reason why I feel like Episode five isn't. It's a good storytelling movie. I don't feel it's the strongest movie because a strong movie should be able to stand on its own. Right. It shouldn't have to rely on another movie. Episode 5 is a very good movie, but it ends in a way that demands a sequel. Sure, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Episode 4 and Episode 6 are good because I feel that those are movies that could stand on their own. If you took them yeah. flat, just on their face, they work. Yeah. Episode six less so than four, though. Yeah, I, I was gonna say six. I mean, I agree with you on the last half of six. The first half of six does, but really, that's a consequence of five. Yes, that's not six's fault. Per no, day. it's not necessarily. But the, then the other fault. thing you kind of run into is four. Is you know the first half of four is boring as fuck. But the pro- but with but the, it does stand on its own. But the purpose of four's like the first half is building this universe because prior to this movie, there's nothing. Yeah. There's literally nothing. So it's like uh, to be with you, I think three does a pretty good job of standing on its own. I, I think mean so I too. I you know, like obviously the ending with the, the Empire and everything. The weight if the if there was just episode three, the weight isn't there, but it could stand right. on its own, I agree. Right. It's kind of yeah, I mean obviously the beginning with Count Dooku and all stuff, but like you could introduce Count Dooku then and he's just a dude. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what I always liked about the Star Wars crawl. Mm-hmm. Especially, I would say, especially in one, um, mm-hmm. less so in two. Certainly in three, four, five, six. I, eh, almost all of them is that that crawl does set up pretty well. It does, and it kind of just it doesn't tell a story, but it just kind of tells you, okay, here's right. we here we were at B, now we're at C. From whence we last saw our heroes, right? right. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. My problem with the crawl in these new movies is I have a I even. <laughs> I'm such a cynic. I have some problems with the crawl. I'm even ones. pissed at the crawl. It, well, it's just the wording or whatever of the crawl yeah. of some of these. It's like, I don't care for the way that it's worded. worded. I don't know. It, it's just uh, with that one, it's I have less of an argument more than just a feeling. Right. And maybe that's just spewing down from my feeling that there's they don't have a story to tell. Right. And that's why I feel They're like... They're trying to tell you a story without filler. In, and you and it's hard to do that in a you, crawl because it's literally just words on a page. Well, yeah, well, a crawl is well, yeah, it, it it is filler, but it's supposed to fill you in, you know, from where we're supposed to be at in the story. The right. problem is, you can't know where you're at in the story if there's no story. <laughs> Good rule. That's, All right, it, it's just words. Yeah, yeah. All right, what would you give episode nine out of ten? Like out of on a one to ten scale. Keeping in mind, against all, I'll ask for two scores. I'll okay. ask for the story score against the other sequel movies and against the over against overall Star Wars. Okay. So against uh, overall Star Wars, I'll ask for first. 
Uh, compared to all the Star Wars movies? Yes. Episode 9, I'd probably give a 5. Okay, and against the sequels, what would you give it? Sequels only. Against, oh, like, 7, 8, and 9? Yeah. What would you give 9 out of... 9 uh, between a, those three movies. Yes. 9 okay. between those three movies, I'd give, like, 8.5. Okay. 8.5, maybe 9. Okay. Episode 8. Overall, what would you give it, like, a 3? Episode 8? Yeah. A one, maybe a one. <laughs> Damn, I did not like that movie. <laughs> you and everybody else. I actually okay. We, we got to well, get going, but, yeah, I, but I was gonna say like so I, I did a lot of talking in this. No, episode. it's a good episode though. Well, because it's like it's a big thing, and it's like we gotta you know. There's a lot to kind of digest with it. Well, right. There's and so much to just. I could talk about this for hours. Yeah, that's all right. We got. Well, next well week. we we could talk about well, this true. for hours. That's true. Um, what well, was well before. Say? Well, what about what? What? Well, you didn't see episode nine. No, I haven't seen it yet. Mm. But I'm. But I. I mean, I'll Would see it eventually. See it, oh, I'm sure I'll see it eventually. But it, it's not. I'm not a big movie person to begin with. Mm. To go to theaters like I used to be, and I still go oh, I once remember. in a while. But it's like, I, it's hard to justify going to see Star Wars when 1917 is out. I really want to see that. You one. know what I mean? Like, and so it's like, ah, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a Blu-ray rental or a you know amazon it comes out on disney plus yeah or disney plus right it's it's kind of the same way i felt about like avengers age of ultron mm. i was like i'm sure this movie is fine but it's gonna be one big cgi fest mm-hmm. with a little bit of character movement but whatever i will say i think that episode nine the reason why i like that maybe a little bit better is because of the theater experience with it that's fair just yeah. to be like in there are the some scene. movies you need to see in a theater. Honestly. Yes. That's a good point. That yeah. might actually convince me to go see it. Right. That or but, like Ford versus Ferrari. I like that I heard movie. that movie was very good. Oh, it's it's really good. I yeah. saw that one. I, I think um, I told you that. Yeah. I've heard I've heard good things about it. Oh, yeah. I like that that's coming back. If if nothing else, that one's just a, that one's just a a, a good fun movie. One to, yeah. It's it's just a it's a good movie. I um what was I going to say? Oh, um yeah, I, I'm one of the weird people that I actually hated Force Awakens more than Last Jedi. Which that surprises me. Why did you? Why is that? I because guess I never asked you. Force Away, Last Jedi. I mean, don't get me wrong; they're both terrible. Let's just start <laughs> with that. We, we've established that. But it's fine. the thing with Last, Je- I have more respect, just from a philosophical standpoint. I have more respect for if you try something and it sucks, but it's mm. new. Sure. Than just blatantly ripping something off. Mm. Like I, I can listen. I, I'm more willing to give my money to someone if you say I have an idea. It's never been tried before. We're gonna see how it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be great. It might be terrible. But we're gonna give it a try. Sure. I have more respect for that than I have respect for. We're just gonna play it safe. We're gonna make a copy of this other movie. You know, we're mm. basically gonna we're basically gonna copy your homework, but we're just gonna change a couple of the words around. Sure. And then, by the way, it's gonna be. Not only did you copy an original, mm-hmm. it's actually shittier than the original. Right. So you, well, not it's only because did, it's a copy. Yeah. Well, not only did you copy it, you copied it poorly. You took right. the things about the original people enjoyed and you ruined them. But the copy's always going to do worse than the original. Well, that's true. But if the, but what I'm saying is if they like if you would so Force Awakens is just a copy of A New Hope. Yep. If if I had just watched A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And and you said, hey, do you want to watch Force Awakens or do you want to just watch New Hope again? Mm-hmm. 
I'll tell you, I'll just watch New Hope again. Right. Like, I just watched it 10 minutes ago, but I'll do it again. Right. Because, because it's still better. Right. Because it's it's either this or something or that's just slightly gar- worse. Or just garbage. Right. Yeah, slightly worse. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. I mean, it's just like you just took you took something that people enjoyed <laughs> and you ruined it to the point that actually watching the original is a less enjoyable experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's like that and I, I i will say probably objectively last jedi was i understand why people think it's a shitty film mm-hmm. and at the end of the day if you had if you had to make me pick which one was shittier mm-hmm. like just objectively i probably agree return of, or uh, last jedi was shittier mm-hmm. but i'm saying me personally the fact that but, you took something mm-hmm. and not only did you make a copy of it you made a shitty mm-hmm. copy of it mm-hmm. that like just from an artistic standpoint i have zero respect for See that I I understand that I I totally get that because my whole thing was like I the nostalgia okay that's that's kind of cool and all and it kind of it kind of tugs up my heartstrings a little bit but right. at the end of the day I know that it's just a copy and it's not I'm not a fan of it right. I just really wasn't a fan of episode eight episode eight just had so much of it that I thought was so wrong but I get what you're oh, saying yeah. where it's like well you tried something new and I can have respect for that too like the prequel trilogy yeah that's all new the mandalorian new yeah, all new rogue one even that was new well even like we were talking about star wars rebels and star wars clone wars like the animated series yep not my cup of tea mm-hmm. but i respect that you guys went out of your way and did a tv show and did an animated tv show to right. boot like and see that's the part of me that's trying to come out a little bit more so i'm trying to get more into the clone my, wars to see if i like that a little better here here i think this will sum up the way i feel about force awakens mm. It's a shitty copy, and that's no more. That's no more evident than like. How did you feel the first time you saw the Death Star in New Hope? Like you saw it, and you're like, "Holy fuck, that's yeah. a space station." Mm-hmm. How did you feel the first time you saw the fucking whatever planet destroyer in Force Awakens? This again? You're like, "Oh, that's a cheap copy of whatever the fuck. Yeah. That's a cheap copy of the Death Star." See, the part of that movie, you you probably you probably know exactly what part I'm talking about, but like, there's one scene in that movie where it's mm-hmm. like. Literally, J.J. Abrams wanted to say to Lu- to George Lucas, "I got a bigger one than you." Yeah, yeah. There was that That's scene where it's like said. where the one guy's like, "Oh, it's like the Death Star," and then someone's like, "No, it's way bigger than the Death Star." Right, and, and then it's like, shows a map of it. It's like so much bigger. Right, and it's like, okay, that's fine, but you literally just caught ripped off the Death Star, yep. and you just made it. It'd be like it'd be like if you took a if you be like if you took a classic muscle car. And you just put bigger tires on it. And it looks stupid. And you know it looks stupid. But you're, you just want to say it's got bigger tires. Right. Bigger tires nope. and a racing stripe. Yeah, nobody cares. Right. It just looks stupid. But you just want to say it. Right. And you've done that to such a point that you actually made me hate the rest of the car that's the original. Correct. <laughs> it, that's I don't a know. good analogy. I like that. Yeah, it's just like, if, yeah, Last Jedi. Because that's what it was. Terrible movie. Agree. Mm-hmm. Like, probably the worst, I would say the worst Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. But at least they did something new, and it stuck. Sure. It was terrible, but at least it wasn't, hey, we have a giant, not Death Star, but planet-destroying weapon. Right. You know. That's I, that's the way I look at it. And I, that's fine. I, 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 can, I, can, I, hear, I hear you. It's, yeah. I just don't, I don't want to watch either one. I just uh, like, ugh. I don't blame you. It's just like um, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go watch Wrench of the Sith again. I'm good. You, you know, if I ah uh, uh, boy, like I said, I went with him because it's like 
you know what? I don't get to hang out with him very often. And what the hell? If you want, if he's just getting into Star Wars, and he wants to watch this. Fine, cool. Wait, little who? little Steve. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I don't blame you for going at all. I mean, oh, I'm, no, I'm no. definitely going to see. Oh it no, I'm not. I'm not trying to like uh, be apologetic for going. It's like I'm glad I saw it. Yeah, because I need. I needed to know for my own sanity's sake. Yeah, because that whole like we can't knock until you try it. It's like okay, well now I tried and mm. I saw it. I've yeah. knocked plenty of things without trying. I've never been to Kabul, but I'm pretty sure I never want to go. Damn right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's just yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'll see it eventually, because mm-hmm. you know it's Star Wars. You're gonna have to see it in theaters, right. and that's fine. Yeah. But it's just. Eh. And at the end, I'd rather watch it in theaters on the big screen how it was meant to be. Yep. Than maybe watch it on a TV where I could easily just turn it off and then just move on. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I I did that with the Force Awakens. I tried watching it again. I made it about five minutes. And yeah. I, I turned. I turned. I like fuck I, it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'd play, I would play like an hour of Battlefront Two to just sponge it out of my mind. Yep. Yep. I hear ya. Not, and the 2005 one, of course. Not not the, not the new one. No. Fuck. All right. Well, I'm gonna get mad. So we gotta go. I'm already mad. <laughs> we'll talk about Iran later. Yeah. Yeah. We'll cover it next. It'll still be there. <laughs> Will it? I, I, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll cover it next week. We'll, we'll find, it next we'll week. find out right. next week. We'll find out next week. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Yeah.